following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. You requested a sit-down. He heard you out. is going on everyone having podcast in a minute or two um yeah it took a little break some family stuff i was dealing with we dealt with it and we're back and i'm so pumped to be back got a got an awesome guest coming on in a little bit here i don't know if anybody is a bachelorette or bachelor fan but guess what i am Kind of. Um, my girlfriend got me into The Bachelor and I watch it from a different point of view. Everyone's like, oh, it's cute, yada, yada, yada. I watch it because it's hilarious. If you look at it at a certain angle, um, it's weird. Um, people are really weird in it and they say some crazy things, but I think that's what I look at it. And I think it's really, really funny. Anyways, I was watching. Let me look up what season it actually was stalling 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 and season 18 it was the bachelorette and it was michelle's season and um this guy comes out of the limo right goes ciao principesa and i go like this guy already um and it's his name is peter Izzo. he calls himself the pizzapreneur he owns pizzeria um he's from long island i think he lives in south florida now and um, yeah, he was just hilarious um, the whole season, stirring up drama. And we got him on this up ep- this uh, episode, so we're gonna bring him on in a little bit here. I'm really excited. Um, he's gonna ha- we're gonna talk about the Bachelor and Bachelor out, yada yada yada. But um, yeah, it's funny. I mean, the only really reality TV shows I- I've always watched, um, Real Houses of New Jersey, and hopefully we have a guest on from that soon. But I don't know if I talked about it on the pod. I got to see Joe Gorga, meet met him. He's so cool. He's doing a show with Mike Marino, a comedy show. And uh, yeah, all around great. Well, obviously, we know Mike Marino is the best guy in the world. And uh, Mike introduced us to Joe. We hung out backstage for a little bit. Super cool guy. Hopefully, we have a couple of guests from that show coming on. I'm a big Real Housewives of New Jersey fan. That's the only really reality TV I've always watched. It's freaking fantastic. That you got to watch it. Everybody watches it from the same point of view. Look at these crazy nut jobs in jersey going at it and that's so much fun to watch i love it love all the drama i've been watching this season a little bit um yeah i mean they always bring on these girls that's it's the one thing with like reality tv shows and even the bachelor bachelorette any any one of these shows you watch they start complaining about issues that are brought on because of the show but they signed up to do the show in the first place so that's what i don't understand it's like okay you're crying about this issue but if you've ever watched an episode of the show that you're on, these issues come up all the time. So why are you complaining about it? You know, like, oh, she yelled at me and she's mean to me. Well, she's been a bitch for 20 seasons of the show. And you thought you were going to be different? That's another thing. Like, and you're not different. No one's different. <laughs> no one's special. <laughs> it's a fucked up thing to say, but... Anyways, we're going to dive into maybe some Bachelor stuff, and uh, it's fun. I mean, what shows you guys watch? I want to hear what you guys are watching on uh, reality TV. What was the one I watched? It was so funny. Um, oh, was it Too Hot to Handle, where they're not allowed to touch each other or kiss or anything, and they're on the, like a really nice island? That was funny. 
And it's, oh, it's just so funny. It's like they do bad things. They know they're going to get caught. It's, it's like, what are you doing? You could win money. Like if you, you put me on an island, so you can't do anything. You're going to walk and walk away $100,000 in a month. Guess what I'm doing? Nothing. Not doing anything. Like the same thing. I'm sure we'll talk to Peter about it too, but he got into a, a scuffle with some other guy. It's like, you're going, you're going into a house with 30 other grown men with, with the hope of falling in love and getting married to one woman. There's not one to pick from like one woman, 30 men. You don't think there's going to be some drama. You don't think you're going to not like a couple people in there. You don't think a couple people in there are going to piss you off. If you put me in the room with two other people, I'm probably not going to like either of them. <laughs> that's the thing. I think that's why, um, I don't know, like Italian, Italians are different. Like you put me in a room with 10 Italians. Guess what? I got 10 new best friends. Like we could relate. We grew up the same gen generally speaking. Like we dealt with the same, like crazy family. Like we have big personalities. We're loud. Um, we like the same things, the same food. So it's easy, but like, you put an Italian with just like some, per, some Medellin, like, and then they try talking to you about like toy cars. It's like, it's like, get me out of here. Like, kill me. Kill me. Here's, here's one for you guys. Have you ever had to like hang out with another person that you didn't know because of your significant other, your girlfriend or wife or whatever? Like, she's like, oh yeah, meet my friends boyfriend or my friend's husband it's like and it's it's oh there's a couple exceptions to that rule I'm, I'm, and all the exceptions to the rules because the other person was italian and we clicked but um like i hope the people that i'm referring to never watch this because that's horrible for me to say actually we'll see if my girlfriend listens to the podcast and she'll point it out so we'll see that we'll see who really listens to the podcast <laughs> But yeah, it's just like the most boring conversation. It's like, oh, I don't care what you went to school for. Like, then I sound like the asshole because I've done some cool stuff. Like, I don't know. I don't like bragging about it either. I mean, that's another thing about like attendance. We don't like, I mean, we do brag to like people we know, but to like brag in front of people. I mean, I have a podcast. So I should like, I've had a podcast with Johnny Russo. Johnny, I just texted Johnny Russo yesterday. It was the 50th anniversary of The Godfather. How freaking crazy is that? So I text Johnny Russo, Happy Godfather Day. Hope all is well. He goes, All is perfect. God bless. Johnny Russo is a, he's a cool freaking dude. And you know what? I'm going to hit him up and we're going to try to get him back on the pod. That's my most viewed podcast, by the way, on YouTube. I think it's got almost 10,000 views. So go check that out. That guy's a freaking fucking cool guy. He's all around like just a badass dude. Cool stories. All right. I can't say enough good things. Classy. Classy is all hell too. But um, yeah. So like I'll say interesting things like that. And no one could ever top me with more interesting things. But when someone does have some interesting things to say, I shut the fuck up real quick. If you've got some interesting stories, I'm all ears. <laughs> I'll listen in because I love fascinating show up. Cool stories. I just love them. It's fun. Fun to hear other people like cool things. And like, that's another thing I don't understand about like conversations with different people. It's just like, if you don't have cool, like tell me cool things or like you're boring. <laughs> if you don't have a couple cool stories, like by the time you're like 20, 25, like you got to do some, you got to do some cool stuff. Like, what are you waiting for?
you only live once, right? I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm um, ironically wearing this shirt because Italy just uh, lost to North Macedonia and they're not going into the World Cup. Ooh. Why isn't why doesn't the Euro Cup qualify you? If you're the best team in Europe, you should be just a top seed in the World Cup, wouldn't you think? Hey, you won the Euro Cup. You're the best team in Europe. But guess what? That doesn't guarantee you going to the World Cup with the same exact team that you won the Euro Cup with. Just because he had a couple off. Like, I don't get that. Like, fucking make up your mind. Hey, soccer, do better. We're going to clip this. Say, soccer, do better. If you win the Euro Cup, if you're the best soccer team in Europe, why the hell aren't you playing in the in the World Cup after? I, I, I don't get it. Also, so- soccer is weird too because I don't know. I think that's why fighting is cool because, like, in term okay, in terms of how fighting is judged or scored, if you guys ever watch boxing or MMA, like if you beat the guy up, you're winning. There's no points involved. It's all about judges seeing like you beating somebody up, taking them down, yada yada yada. So if you dominate, like you win. But like soccer, like Italy dominated that whole game. They had possession for over sixty something percent, thirty something shots on goal. But because North Macedonia had won, they, they, that, that goal was amazing, by the way. In, 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 in added time, they win. Which, I mean, hey, that's the game of soccer. I'm not going to change it. But that's why fight. I like fighting because, like, if you truly win, like, obviously you get knocked out or submitted, it's game over. You could be losing the whole thing, which I guess that's what happened. You know what? Disregard everything I just said. Italy lost. It is what it is. Oh, well. Anyways, if you win the Euro Cup, you should play the World Cup. Let's get in the episode. I've been rambling too long. I had a lot to think about over the last couple of weeks, but we're getting right into it. Let's welcome on our guest, Peter Izzo. All right, everybody. Um, so pumped to welcome the pizzapreneur, Peter Izzo, on the podcast. What's going on, bro? Buongiorno, ragazzi. What's going on? It's your boy here, Peter, aka the Pizza King, live in the mix. You got my boy right here. Really happy to be here today, bro. Thanks for the invite. Oh, dude, of course. Anytime. Honestly, like I, I was just saying before um I hit record, just kind of like giving a brief story, like my girlfriend got me into like the bachelor bachelorette and it's like, I always look at things from like a different perspective. So I find like a lot of the humor in it, but like you got off the limo and you went, um, I forget what you said. You said, ciao, principe. So I go, I like this guy already. principe. <laughs> How to let her know I'm here. Yeah. And I know that was funny. Then like, obviously like, like you were like, like edited to be like the villain of the season, whatever it was. But um, I think personally, you dodged a bullet. Michelle is whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I will say, I think she's a very sweet girl. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I think that she's really happy. Her and Nate right now, they're really happy together. I love Nate. I have nothing but respect and uh, admiration for Michelle. So they're happy. What's meant to have happened, happened. They have each other and, you know, I'm still on my destiny to find love. Maybe this summer in paradise. Uh, Who knows? Maybe maybe a listener on the pod will see something and slide into the DMs. I don't know. know. Whoever's got a little wooden spoon at home wants to help me make some sauce. For for sure. (laughs) 
Yeah, but um, let's uh, I think let's take it back. So I've never really talked to anybody that's been on like like the Bachelor, the Bachelorette. So what's that process like? Um, so obviously like you're in you're in Florida, open up a pizzeria, and like I guess because it was like kind of in the middle of the pandemic too when you were filming, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm very fortunate to uh, have an amazing little sister. She um, she thinks the world of me, and uh, I was just going about my everyday pizzapreneur life, you know, changing lives one slice at a time. And my sister was scrolling through Instagram, and while she was scrolling through Instagram, there was an ad that popped up that said, "If you know any men willing or deserving of love, um, fill out this application." And she filled out the application uh, and just sent like two photos in of me. Well, this is my brother. He's an Italian stallion. He owns pizzerias in South Florida. And um, that was it. You know, mind you, she forgot to mention to me that she applied for me for this whole application process. So then about a month and a half later, I get a phone call from one of the casting directors saying that there's some application, they're interested in pursuing me, am I interested in still pursuing love? And I got to say the truth, um, I actually hung up on them because I thought it was a prank. <laughs> then I got another phone call back, but in between that phone call I got back, I called my sister, I was like, what's going on here? I got this lady, she's telling me that she wants me to go on this show, The Bachelorette. I don't know nothing about it. What what would you do? And she's like, oh my God, answer the phone, call him back. So I want to call him back. We had the whole talk and one thing turned into another. Um, about two months later, I had a ticket booked to uh, LA. That's so, so cool. Home, you know? Yeah, so I guess, and then you like have to quarantine when you get there and then that whole yeah, program. you know, one thing about that whole program, that whole show is they take, you know, the quarantine and everybody's health and safety very serious, you know, fortunately. So um, we had a quarantine when we got there, which is no big deal. You know, a couple days of solitude before, you know, one of the biggest things that had happened in my life to date. So, uh, yeah, we did a little quarantine, and then after the quarantine, we got right into it, right into the mix. We started to, uh, we met all the guys, but most importantly at the time, we met Michelle, and, uh, you know, we started to pursue our, our dream. That's cool, yeah, so, up. yeah, I'm sure that was just, like, a crazy, like, life-changing experience, obviously, so, like, the way, like, the show, obviously, it's, it's, I'm sure there's, there's hours and hours and hours of footage that, like, and clearly things that we don't see as viewers, so how do you feel like you were edited? Like, do you think, because uh, I'm sure, yeah, because I'm sure, like, there's more backstories yeah. to, like, every single aspect. Yeah, so, you know, I, I was a little upset with my edit, to be honest with you, um, only for the sheer fact of how much pride that I take in my livelihood, um, in my family, and being called a narcissist, and uh, you know, really being taken out of perspective. Unfortunately, I got a lot of major points got taken out of the whole story. Mm -hmm. um, I'm very proud, young entrepreneur, pizzapreneur. I'm very proud that I, I hold almost 25 jobs between my shops for, for all my employees, not just to take care of them, 
but I take care of their families as well, you know, and every slice that we sell, every slice that, you know, gets dished out, not only affects that person's life that's enjoying it or that memory that's being made with their families while they're eating our pizza or whatever it is, but it's affecting our family as well because we're able to provide um, you know, for my mother and my sister, my brothers and all that stuff. So yeah, yeah, that's definitely like one thing, like, cause they'll just, they'll just kind of breeze on by it. Oh yeah. Peter owns a, a few pizzerias, but it's like, first off, like owning your own business is insane as it is to a restaurant or a pizzeria. It's, it's even cr- like crazier. Like, yeah, I've been working in a pizzeria since I was 13 years old. Um, and I'm the true American story, man. I started when I was 13, I started as a dishwasher. I worked my way up from a dishwasher uh, to a busboy to server, working behind the counter. 18 years old, I opened up my first location for the family I was working for. By the time I was 21, I had opened up three locations for that family. Wow. And uh, this was all while I was double majoring in college with hospitality management and accounting. I was a student athlete on scholarship and um I, I actually quit playing the sport i was playing in college and i went and i pursued a dream to move to italy i lived in italy for a year where wow. i just really fell in love with my culinary roots and um i worked for some of the most amazing people ever that took me in like their family so uh it was just like a really smooth transition then once i graduated college i graduated number one in my class from my major and uh I moved on to working for this 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 family for their own restaurant group, and then my brother kind of um, gave me a lifeline when I was 22. He started to talk to me about, you know, me potentially opening up my own shop and starting my own, you know, dream. And I took a I took a chance. I rolled the dice. I I, I left New York. I went on a week vacation down here to Florida and. Um, you know, I've been down here for almost four years since, and I haven't looked back once. Wow, that you know, that's a crazy story. Yeah, man, it's a lot. You know, it's it's really a lot. So when people they they try to come at me for you know maybe being a little confident or 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 you know loud, um, I work my ass off to be where I'm at today. I got the yeah. butter in my arms to prove it. You know. <laughs> I uh, I had no handouts from mommy and daddy, you know, to make it what it is today. It was through perseverance, waking up every single day when you're crying in your bed, you're so tired, pushing yourself, knowing that if you don't open the doors, that not only you're going to be affected, but all your employees' families are going to be affected and the community that you're providing this service for, you know, because we're doing this for the community. Without you, there's no us, so... No, for sure. And that, yeah, it's, it's very, very admirable to hear that story for sure. But like, for like, cause I remember, was it like the tell all where you actually serve that? What's it? Will you serve yeah, yeah. papers? Cause like, obviously you could like, you could see that, but like, they really don't understand. Like if you tell somebody to leave a bad review on somebody, like I, like I'm in social media. So I know how like one, a couple of Google reviews could drop your ranking and you know, like it, it truly affects business and like you, know, you said it like you said like you're you're not you're not making like you're not just the one making money it's like you're help you're like feeding families you're employing people you're you're contributing you know, to a local community and a local economy 
Absolutely. When, when you got to, if you have, you know, beef or something with somebody and it's just the both you guys, you want to handle it like men between each other, that's one thing. But to go on, you know, social media and, and these review platforms and to leave negative reviews, it wasn't, you know, it was from, from fans as well that weren't fans that were just getting crazy for no reason. Um, but, uh, you know, after that tell all, I got to say the truth. I, I have nothing but respect for Will. I think Will's a great young man. I think that um, we're actually very similar, which is why we butted heads so much in the beginning. Um, I wish him nothing but success and happiness. I hope he finds what he's looking for in his life. So, um, fortunately, we're all we're all good now. That's, I mean, that's yep. good to see. So how did um going on The Bachelor, did it affect business in any way? Did you get like a lot of people coming in, in the shop and like, like trying to like meet you and take pictures and everything? Yeah, so it's really interesting because I'm kind of like stuck at work all day. I say stuck very loosely. I love being here. But um, it happened all pretty like pretty much overnight. Um, I have our, our store down in Boca Raton in Florida right now. And uh, shout out to the Bocas. And uh, just word of mouth started happening. One at a time started to come in. The craziest that's happened to there was like 20 people that came in at one time, one time. And uh, they were like, oh my God, it's Peter. <laughs> And I'm over here with sauce and flour all over me, sweating. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> so that was funny. That was really funny. Yeah, they all got to buy a slice to, to get a pick too, right? I said, get a slice. I'll take all the pictures you want. No problem. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's funny. So uh, you're just killing it down in Florida now. Are like, you looking to like, just expand the pizzeria business? What are, what are the plans for the upcoming next Yeah, so... We have our first store uh, up here in the Panhandle on Port St. Joe. Um, this crew here is amazing. They're running the show. They're working every day to change lives one slice at a time. We got our store down in Boca. That's about four months old now. I'm very proud to say that I have another store opening up in Pompano Beach. Um, that's going to be my flagship store. That's going to be our new design with our new branding and everything. Um, it's my brother and I, my brother, my brother is behind the scenes and I'm more of the face guy. Uh, and we have no intentions of slowing down anytime soon. We really want to take over Florida as a whole. Uh, we feel like Florida really needs a quality slice um, For sure. at a man's budget. And uh, you know, we want to be there for, you know, every community and every family member. And um, who knows, maybe there's going to be a, a full blown up restaurant down the line sooner than, you know, so we'll be able to provide even more of an experience uh, when you come in. That's so cool. So what's it like, uh, I guess, working with your brother? Because I've heard like, um, it's like, it's like a flip of the coin when you work with family. Like sometimes it's just because like the, um, the relationship or you like two people just mesh because they grew up together. Like my brother and I, like, like anything we do together, whether it's a board game or sports or something, we just click. But then I've heard other like horror stories about being business with family. So what's it like working with your brother? Yeah, I have to say the truth. I am, uh, I'm one of those lucky guys. Uh, my brother is not only my brother, he's my best friend. Um, we're six years apart. So 
this is just like a, uh, I think, uh, an unspoken respect that I have for him, you know, being the older brother growing up in an Italian family. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely got a couple scoffs growing up to help me understand. But um, we're, I'm very fortunate. He's, we're, we're a great team. He's a finance guy, you know, loves the numbers and I'm, I'm hands-on. I want to be in the mix. I want to talk to everybody. So um, it's a beautiful blend that we have. Oh, I bet. Yeah. It sounds, that sounds fun. So like, what are, um, what are some, I'm just trying to like, what are some like great areas in Florida? Like someone who's Italian could go down. Cause I mean, I've been to like, like places in Florida where like, you don't see any Italians. And then obviously got a Boca, baby. A lot of Paisans in Boca, Delray beach, Fort Lauderdale. You know what? Honestly, a lot of Northeast is moving down to South Florida. So oh, I know. our I know. community is definitely growing. Um, I really believe that our old roots are really starting to come alive again and be reborn in our generation. Um, I'm seeing a lot more things, a lot more people trying to stick together, uh, you know, in the Italian community. I felt like there was a little bit of a divide back in the day, um, especially with like Napoleons and Sicilians. <laughs> You know, I think that everybody's really starting to come together a lot more and just be there for each other, especially what we have going on in today's society in this world. So, no, for sure. And that's one of the main reasons I like started this page is because you got to keep these traditions alive no matter what. So, if I could like reach a Instagram feed or a TikTok feed of someone who's 10 or 11 and sees their doesn't understand what their nona or nona are doing right now, but show them it's completely normal that. <laughs> Um, that they're uh like they're they're wearing a, a cornetto or something like that and have them carry the tradition i keep it on my keys oh there you go <laughs> there you go yeah so if we could like just show people like when they're when they're young that this is cool this is normal this is tradition and they could carry it on for the next 60 70 80 years that we'll keep it alive forever Absolutely. I think that I'm a great example of that, too. I owe everything to my Italian roots. Being Italian and my Italian roots literally gave me the opportunity to, you know, provide for myself and for my family. You know, I was an Italian. Who knows if I'd still be in the pizzeria, you know, business and Italian restaurant business and all that stuff. So, yeah, that's true, uh, too. And I'm I'm kind of all you've obviously worked hard for everything you have, but it's so cool to hear like you've been like from, from Long Island and New York where it's the pizza capital of the United States oh. or then to Italy where pizza was born. And then you brought everything down to Florida. That's right. New York flavor, Florida made baby. <laughs> so were some cool um experiences in Italy. Like, like were you like were you said you were working under some chefs and yeah so i uh i lived and studied and worked in florence and Firenze, uh which is like the art capital of the world um and just growing in that community it was a walking community seeing the same faces stopping saying hello creating conversations led me the opportunity to meet a michelin star chef his name was chef pietro and uh, we got to talking, we got very friendly with one another. Then he asked me one day, he goes, well, what are you doing down here? What's your intentions? And I said, I wanna learn. Those are my, that's my, I wanna continue to learn, I wanna grow. 
He goes, I have a job for you. So he just opened up this little restaurant in the center of Florence. It was like 15, 20 seats. And his partner was a sommelier, a wine expert. Mm. So between his partner being the sommelier and this Michelin star chef, uh, they brought me in. Uh, it was a very extensive interview process. They wanted to make sure that my Italian was impeccable because I was dealing with such a local mm -hmm. community. And um, I would be going every morning with chef. We would go to the local market. He would teach me about certain ingredients, why this one goes with this one and vice versa. And meeting all the, the family members that were making this product from their farms or wherever it was. And uh, the most beautiful part about this experience at this restaurant was that you couldn't have normal reservations for it. You had to buy a ticket like it was an event. Mm -hmm. And then whatever he decided to make that day was what the event was like. So it was really like you were going on a show and it was a roll of the dice. It was never the same two nights in a row. It was never, ever the same. Oh, that's so cool. Wow. I mean, just like the knowledge from a Michelin chef and then like a Somali, I can't even imagine like what you just soaked up from those guys. Definitely gave me like one or two brownie points on dates when it comes to <laughs> So. I bet. Yeah. So what's love like? What's love life like? It's tongue twister. Uh, I'm in a serious, very serious love relationship right now with uh, Peter's Pizzeria in Boca. <laughs> Our relationship is very serious. Um, you know, I'm kind of just taking a step back from dating right now, trying to focus on my career. Um, it was a lot to go through with The Bachelorette. So I, I can imagine just... Well, just one being with 30 other guys for so many months, all then focused on one girl and all that yeah, comes with really it. It was really a lot. So I'm kind of just taking a step back. I'm trying to focus, continue to focus on myself, grow myself and learn. And um, I don't know, you know, I, I talk to my mom every day and she's like, Peter, when it's supposed to happen, it's going to happen. It's going to slap you right in the face. <laughs> Oh. wise words of an Italian mother. Yeah, and I'm just like, okay, <laughs> now what if uh they called and said like something like Bachelor in Paradise? Is that something you'd be interested in? Um, I don't know. I might have gotten the call already. So um I guess we're just gonna have to stay tuned. Have to wait and see. See what happens this summer. <laughs> oh, that's cool. All right. That's something to be excited for. Yo, yo. Uh, yeah, well, anything else to uh, say to the listeners? Or where could I? Well, first off, let's list like all the locations of the pizzerias and then the social medias too. Yeah, so we got Peter's Pizzeria, Port St. Joe, 101 Monument Avenue. We'll drop a link to that. Uh, we have Peter's Pizzeria in Boca, that's on uh, Palmetto Park Road, 897 East Palmetto Park Road. We'll drop a link to that. And then uh, Pompano's coming soon. So that's going to be on Federal Highway in Pompano Beach. So awesome. really excited about that. But, and then your uh, personal social? Yeah, my personal social is Peter uh, underscore 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 Izzo. Um, we can see a lot of cool stuff that we got going on all the time. That's so cool, man. I can't tell you like how cool it was talking. Very inspiring story. Very admirable, too. Love Thanks. what you're doing, man. Keep it up. I wish you all, all the best of luck. 
Yeah, and you as well. And I appreciate the platform and you taking the time out for this. Uh, it means the world. And um, to all your viewers and listeners, you know, keep supporting, keep following. There's only great content coming out of this page. And, uh, you know, continue to support your community. And us Paisans, we got to stick together. So absolutely. Next time I'm in Florida, we're coming to pizzas, Peter's Pizzeria for sure. All right, come down for a slice, baby. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, thanks again for coming on. And uh, everyone else listening, we'll catch you in the next episode. Ciao. Thanks, guys. Ciao.